Hello, I'm Dr. Rongan Chatterjee. Welcome to my Built to Thrive podcast, where all this week I want to concentrate on one of our five senses. It's the one that allows us to actually feel what's around us and also to hold those we love close. I'm talking, of course, about touch. Over the next five days, I want to help you appreciate why touch is such a precious thing and what the science tells us about its benefits. I've been a medical doctor now for over 20 years, and one of the things I sometimes have to do is to deliver bad news to my patients. Now, I've always found that when I do this, I lean in a bit closer, I lower my tone, and sometimes I pop a hand on the patient's arm as a sign of reassurance, and I think it really, really helps. Now, here's the thing. I don't tend to do this as much these days because we now live in a world that's becoming increasingly averse to touch. Now, of course, this is partly a result of the restrictions over the past couple of years, which has led to us having to distance ourselves from other human beings more than we've ever had to do before. And I think this enforced separation has been particularly tough on people who live alone. But this was going on even before the restrictions of the past two years. You know, we've had a rise of electronic communication, social media, smartphones, which often pretend to offer us real connections, but actually deny us the physical presence and touch that we really, really need. Now, another reason why we might not touch each other as freely as we used to is because of the increased and vital awareness of the importance of consent. Asking for permission to touch people, making sure that consent is given, of course, is absolutely crucial. But I do worry that by touching each other less, and I'm talking about consensual, affectionate human touch, for all of the reasons I've just mentioned, we're basically having a society where we've got fewer hugs, fewer pats on the back, fewer arms around the shoulder. And in doing so, I think we're losing something very, very vital. Now, to understand why touch is so important, we need to go back to our very first weeks of life. Touch is the first sense that we develop. In those nine months when we're growing and developing inside our mother's body, we're essentially being stroked and caressed by the walls of her womb and the warm fluid that cocoons us. In the months that follow after our birth, being touched influences the development of vital brain pathways and feeds our emotional intelligence. And if we want to understand why touch is so important at this stage, we only need to look at what happens when it's absent. I've spoken about the Romanian orphanages before on this podcast that sprang up in the 1990s. These were the results of Romania's last communist dictator, Nicolae Ceausescu, having banned contraception and abortion in an effort to expand the country's population, leading to many families having more than 10 children. It was only after his death that the rest of the world discovered these orphanages for children who were disabled in some way or whose family was simply unable to care for them. Once inside these crowded orphanages, children were placed in large cots. They were fed with a bottle, wedged through the bars, and then they were largely ignored. Now, when they were examined by doctors and psychologists later on in life, they were all found to have developed behavioural problems. And as adults, many have also had difficulty forming relationships. What's interesting, though, is that scientists discovered that those who'd experienced only brief moments of affection in the form of a hug, or let's say someone stroking them in their cot, 
didn't seem to suffer from these problems to the same extent. They also found that children who were adopted after the closure of the orphanages and cared for in loving homes recovered to a significant extent. So why might that be? Well, when I was researching my second book, The Stress Solution, I had the great pleasure of meeting the eminent scientist, Professor Francis McGlone, and I learned a lot from him about the science of touch. Professor McGlone has spent much of his life investigating the way in which our bodies respond to touch and finding out about why it's so important. Now, he explained to me that when a child is denied caring touch, the special nerve fibres in their skin that respond to stroking are not stimulated. And if this happens, the consequences on their brain and their body can be profound because we need touch to develop properly. And an absence of touch doesn't just affect children. Touch also has a large number of health benefits to us as adults. And if you do without it, all of those benefits are lost. But please don't worry. Francis believes that it's never too late for us to benefit from the power of touch. And that's why this week, I want to suggest new ways for you to include more touch in your daily life. For now, I just want you to have a think about how often you experience affectionate human touch each day. If you live with a partner, how often do you hug them? Do you hold your kids close? Or if you live alone, do you have a pet who you snuggle with on the sofa? Is touch something that plays a role in your life? Or is it something that you used to enjoy and bit by bit you've let it slide? Today, I just wanna leave you with that thought. Who are you holding? When? What causes you to do it or not do it? You see, it's so easy to take our senses for granted. So I'd like you to bring the sense of touch to the forefront of your mind between now and Friday. Now tomorrow, we're going to look at two very different but linked kinds of touch. I'll see you then.